All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. We are here. It is 11.19 in the morning. Good morning, everybody. Get your coffee ready. Get your beer ready. It's the Sons of Honarchy podcast with your co-hosts. I'm Steve-O, at Drunk Shy Sox fan. And Hot Take Tommy on this episode. It's pregame, baby. It's pregame. Ooh, game four. After an exciting one last night. No, this is is a big fucking deal. Um, The biggest of deals, I think, one might say, considering the circumstances. Now, I I, I do want to put it out there, because programming, right? 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 We're going to do a post-game as well. After the game. Because that's when post-games are. Kit and caboodle. We're going to put it all together. So this uh, episode will be evergreen. Let's go. So, um... Let's Steve, talk about last night, right? You were there. I was there. Let's fucking go. I mean, need I say more? The offense absolutely went off. And that is what we need out of this ball club. Period. End of discussion. <laughs> what? You're already laughing at me. <laughs> no, dude. Do you remember that Leary Garcia? Leary <laughs> fucking legend. The man who I, I thought I could never stand again. No, I... The one who I wanted to send to the moon after game two. Yeah. Who I've wanted to send to the moon since before the season started. And he delivered. So, I don't think we can hate... Uh, I don't think we can hate Tony Lewis anymore because he put him in the lineup. Oh, man. I hate it when I say that. I do. I like... I want to hate. And you have hate for him. You have hate for him. Oh, can we yes. get to it later? Can All we get to it later? All the way hatred. But, yes. No. No, I'm talking about Tony. Oh, Tony. Hatred. I know yes. you love Leary now. I which love you Leary didn't. now. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. We're bandwagon Leary, guys. Um, no shame about it. <laughs> I've I've loved him for a while. And then I stopped loving him because I was like, well, we're done with this era. And I was wrong. I was wrong. Guys, I'll be the first to admit it. I'm with John Cusack. I can join the bandwagon whenever I want. And <laughs> I'm getting hot and sweaty thinking about Leary Legends home run last night. It was gorgeous. Um, um, but yeah. you, let's start. From the beginning of the game, Sox yes. get on the board quick. Great start. Oh my God, Dylan Cease. Timmy, I've, Timmy, oh, the straw cool. that stirs the stick. And then before that, Cease had an amazing first inning. Yeah, I. It's it's reminiscent of Geo's first inning of game. I. You know what that? You know what this fucking shit is. Every good team in the playoffs that I've seen has gone to the dugout, and you can see them on their damn iPads, like studying the last pit, the last inning. The Sox don't do that, and I. I mean, I don't know. That that makes a huge Ooh. difference, and it depends on the kind of player that you are that you want to see the footage. It's an from interesting inning. thing to bring up. But look, you had Geo's first inning was lights the fuck out, right? Same with Cease. Cease's first inning lights the fuck out, goes out in the second inning, shits the shits the bed, both of them. So it's like both of them, and they they have a way of looking at video. They just have a way of looking at video. Yeah. I mean, sometimes that video means that they're relaying signs. I don't think. Ryan Tapera. I don't think <laughs> that they are cheating like your man's Ryan Tapera seems to think. Um, but there is evidence there that they might be. I, I, like, it's, yeah. Go find that quote from Ryan Tapera. He's basically saying there's a little, they're known for funny business. Uh, <laughs> and uh, you saw, I think his exact quote was, you saw the swing and misses when we were at home at guaranteed rate, and you didn't see those. When you were on the road at Minute Maid Park, I, uh, is there a correlation? There's definitely a correlation. Is there causation? No idea. F- 
Fuck the Astros. Let's go. All right. So back to the actual game four. We had Dylan Cease not doing so great. What did you see? You were there. Can you talk about the 40,000 strong, please? First, you want me to talk about the stance? Mm-hmm. So you want me to rewind to pregame? I want you to rewind to pregame. Lots were packed. Makes sense. They actually didn't allow, for some reason, they didn't allow tailgating lot E. <laughs> I'm guessing that's because of the proximity to the park. Yeah. Because it's right up against the south end of the want, park. You don't want the hooligans out here. But they moved all the tailgaters to F. Good old uh, kill zone, baby. Um, <laughs> it was awesome. Lot F was great. People had Bears games, the, the, the Bears game on TVs. Big dub and, over there. And, and, yeah, huge win for the Bears, huge win for Justin Fields. Big win uh, for the Bulls if you were paying attention. That's right. Another preseason victory for the Bulls, baby. Um, <laughs> Iota Sumu is looking real good. But as you said last pod, this is the White Sox, baby. It's yes, White Sox yes. season. White Sox are in the playoffs. At all. Nothing all else matters. matters. Nothing else matters. Um, the energy was incredible, tailgating. Um, had some people run into me, say hi. Um, and you said? Hi. Good. Um, <laughs> just making sure. I don't know. I'm not that much of a dick. Um, but getting into the ballpark, it looked like it was going to, like the lines were nuts. Like yeah. we got in line at about 645. Oh, wow. 640, 645. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And the lines were wrapped. And we were like, shit, we're not going to get in by first pitch. They moved it well. We got in before first pitch, saw the light show. Nice. Thunderstruck. Afterward. Okay. So um, they went with Thunderstruck. Or no, I, I lied. They went back in black and then they went Thunderstruck. Okay, they played the, both. I like it. They played both. They really played both crowds um, like that. Which is great. They played to the, the Pete hand we need to get past 05, but also <laughs> the reminiscence of, uh, of Thunderstruck. I. What do you think about all the signs in the stands that said, don't stop believing? I mean, I'm not going to stop believing. That's for sure. Okay. I think that's the thing. I want to be like, we're past that. But at the same time, the situation calls for it. That's fair. The situation. Just... When your nuts are up against the wall. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So moving into the game, first inning was great. And then the wheels fall, fell off with Cease. And all I can think of is Yoda. I think it's Yoda who says it. And he goes, control, control. You must have control. <laughs> he was he was overthrowing. Yeah, I was yeah. watching, and he just like pressing hard. You can't. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing, and this uh, this comes down to the approach of our pitchers, especially in games two and three, because I think they saw what Lance did, yep. and they were like, Lance hit the zone way too much against these guys, and then Geo and Cease did the opposite. They, they danced around mm-hmm. guys mm-hmm. and were not aggressive enough. They're going for K's. And I respect that because swing and miss is what wins games. But at the same time, you can't rely on them to chase. This team's not – they're not going to chase. Yeah, and you can't walk guys on four and five pitches. I mean, that's what Cease did. Um, Gio was literally, like, consistently throwing the slider outside the zone, and the guys were not biting at it at all, um, which – I mean, you've got experienced hitters on that Astro team, uh, Astros team. They are very, very experienced. Yeah, they're very patient. They've got a lot of plate discipline. But that being said, I would love to see our guy Rodon, your guy Rodon, my guy Rodon, go out there and just be aggressive as hell. Because I, I really believe that this team's going to draw walks, and there's no That's other than the fucking other thing. than other than Martin Maldonado. There's no free outs in that no. lineup. Yeah, Yo, and Martin Maldonado extended his. 0 for streak to 0 and 10, I believe. He's very bad at the He's play. not good at the at the baseball with a bat in the hand. Um, 
Okay, so let's let's move on to like the the okay. No, no, no. Let's stay on the pitching side. Yeah. Bullpen. Bullpen. Bullpen, baby, bullpen. Retired 16 straight. How did it feel? Incredible. It, it was just like one thing after. It was just like it felt natural. It felt it was such a like natural regular progression. Season. It felt like the regular season. And this to is me. the bullpen that this team, uh, I said, was the X factor. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah, if yeah. This is the bullpen that shows up. We good. Socks and five. You heard it. Socks and five. Socks baby. and five. Socks and if five. If this is the bullpen that shows up. Even beyond Kopech's rougher outing-ish, okay? Um, I love what I saw out of Tapera. I love what I saw out of Kimbrel's one out. Um, I love what I saw out of Liam, even though it was a six-run six lead. I thought that was a little <laughs> unnecessary. So there, th- Okay, let's go there then, because this is why you're mad at Tony. We hinted at it earlier. Steve's mad at Tony. Tony. Uh, I'm not because he brought in Leary when I would not have, and obviously it paid a dividends here. Um, Steve, why are you mad at so Leary versus right-handed pitching? I I understand why they did that, but they I only understand have why they, they have literally two lefties in their entire like all of their pitchers. Two lefties. One of them started mm-hmm. the other day, and one of them is booty butt cheeks. Right. So and, and Leary makes sense, and that's why you know. Yeah, exactly. They need needed him in the lineup last night. Okay, so then so. Let's go there with Tony. I, I, do I start with game two? Let's start with game two. Speak your mind. The shifts were awful. Well, they aren't shifting for the Now, most here's part. the thing. Everybody, I, I saw people on Twitter, and, and I'm guilty of this as well. I said it in a group chat. I was like, Sox, you're getting babbipped to death. Like, it was mm-hmm. lightly hit balls in Houston. A thousand percent. On the ground, getting through, and it's like, this is just bad luck against plus the White Sox. Walks, plus walks. However, if yeah. you look at where guys are usually shifted, Guys like Jordan Alvarez, guys like uh, Yuli Gurriel, the way teams usually shift these guys, these should have been outs. These should have been situations where the White Sox are out of an inning and they're either they're tied in the worst case. Yeah. Um. So the shifting, the White Sox do not shift enough. Like I don't know if that's on Tony. I don't know if that's on Cairo. I don't know if that's on the analytics department. It's gotta be on somebody. You got to start shifting like the rest of Major League Baseball does. There's a reason the why they do it. The rest of Major League Baseball. This isn't. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Continue. Like we're we're like one of two teams out mm-hmm. of thirty mm-hmm. that does not shift correctly. Probably the fucking Orioles. So <laughs> I I was just saying one of two, but literally we have no we're, idea. we're <laughs> the only one. We're <laughs> the only one I can think of. We're literally the only one I can think of. Uh, yeah, that doesn't shift well. That made its um, way into the broadcast as well. They mentioned, "Look at us; they're basically straight up against." Yeah, and it was it was stupid. Dumb. Yeah, um, there was like a double play ball situation too in game two, missed out on it because of a terrible shift. Mm-hmm. Um, and and then game three, and, and I guess this leads into game two as well. Is is why is Liam being thrown in a five run deficit and a six run lead? When you warm them, you warm them. I, I guess if he's hot, he's hot, right? You gotta if use the him. arm is hot, the arm is hot, and you got to use it. I just hope he's good and ready to go for tomorrow. Fuck it. Or he's, for today. I mean, I he, knows, me. he knows what time of year it is. And that's true. He's been and the guy we saw all it. along that said, throw me two innings, throw me that's four fair. innings, throw me whenever the fuck you want. I'm Liam Hendricks. And Liam Hendricks is exactly who he is. I think game three, I don't mind him being used yesterday. I minded him being used more in a five-run deficit. Yeah, fair. I mean, you didn't necessarily count on two runs crossing the plate in the top of the uh, whatever, the ninth, right? Top of the ninth. 
top of the eighth. Bottom of the eighth. Yeah. Final answer. Bottom, bottom of eight. the eighth. Bottom eight. We didn't count on two runs crossing. You know, I was out right. here sitting sure. on I was sitting on my hands saying right. I want them to be up by more than a slam. And they did. Because fucking the bats were alive. Right. It's a four run lead, right? But again, I don't have any problem with him using uh Lamb the way that he used him the last couple games because you warmed him up in situ you started getting him warm. And then the situations changed. Also, every time you say Liam, lamb, it sounds like lamb. Yeah. Mary had a little lamb. Lamb. <laughs> lamb Hendricks. <laughs> I'm saying the same thing you are. So I don't have a problem with it because of that reason. And once you warm him, he's, he's basically used. He, like He's already had that usage for that day. You, if you don't use him, use him, you lose his restedness. You didn't rest him. And you didn't use your most effective pitcher. So you really double lose in that situation. So I don't yeah. have a, a problem with the way that's And the way used. he was used in Oakland last year, right? In in every, the wild card series against us. Pitch. Didn't he pitch three innings <laughs> in a game? <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah, I think he did. And, and it's like, <laughs> he literally. Like, he's ready to go. Yeah, he's fine. He's going to be good. I'm not worried about him. Um. Okay. Can I tell you a little bit about the broadcast? The broadcast. The broadcast. Yeah, I was unable to hear any of the broadcast because I was there in person. So Adam Wainwright. The pitcher for the St. Louis Cardinals. So I've heard Wainwright's great on he broadcast. Was, you know, he's fantastic. I, I thought he was everybody. Hilarious. Everybody pipes him up. I've never heard him on a broadcast before. Super. Yeah. I'm excited to hopefully catch him on a road game. I was Game five. Fingers crossed. Yes, let's go. I was Socks mostly. Socks and five, baby. I was mostly just astounded that he was actually in the booth. Like, their season ended four days ago. And he's just like, fuck it, I'm going to go make more money. Like, Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean shit. He literally started like that. Like, it's one thing if he was, like, mm. not used. He started we the game. We know Adam Wainwright is ready for retirement. Let's yeah. be real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He started, game, <laughs> he started the wild card I'm game, I'm pretty too. sure he went five and two-thirds. Like, he didn't do, like, a bat or six no, he's, and a third he's or something. Not, he, he's not bad. what it is. It's his control. He's I mean, he's, he's got Mark Burley shit. He's evergreen. Um, uh, as a righty. But I loved him in the booth. He was good. Uh, he was funny because he was, like, talking about – they were talking about Tom ha- – Ted Hallian, Tom Hallian, Tom Hallian, Tom Hallian, Hallian, guy behind the plate, umpire. He was talking about him. <laughs> Fucking AJ hated him. <laughs> it was hilarious. And AJ's re- allowed to say whatever the hell he wants because he used to catch for him. He's n- like not right. a thing anymore. And then he like said to, how about you, Wayno? <laughs> Adam Wayno was like, you know what? I just love the job he does out there because <laughs> he can't. He's like, he's got to, he's got to like. That. Yeah, he's still in the game. He's got to have to pitch still in the game. with him behind the play. So yep. it, it was really funny though. Um, And the mimics of Tom Hallian that AJ had going, <laughs> hilarious. Um, He, so AJ absolutely wins the day. Um, goddamn, the call of Leury's home run was legendary. So Adam Amin, Adam out Amin, there, amazing. Holy shit, he's good. I, he's a great announcer. Holy like shit, he's, he's one of those announcers that gets like, I don't know, undeserved flack. I've heard people say he's not that good. He's I've heard amazing. people say he's not that good. No, he calls and he calls basketball. He he's calls, incredible. Yeah, yeah. No, he's, he's so good. Mm-hmm. Um, anybody that shits on him, Jason Benetti. Um, anybody who shits on, um, what's his name? Matt Vaskurgeon. I love Matt Vaskurgeon. Steve Stone. Um, that, uh, about that. <laughs> I love Steve Stone. <laughs> and anybody who also shits, and this is a different sport, but anybody who shits on Gus Johnson as well. Who the fuck? Okay, so. Football <laughs> announcer. All great announcers. So. Anyway. And they're part of this new wave. So yes. kudos to the new wave of announcers. Absolutely. And, yeah. You know who can go fucking die? Costas, Cat, whoever. Oh, the, yeah, that God. broadcast. So the, bo- the game two, Bob Costas. I got, I got a bone to pick. 
got a bone to pick. The fact that Bob Costas and fucking, oh God, what's his name? Some Texas guy, Buck Showalter. Buck Showalter and Buck Showalter. John Cat or something. I don't even know who the fuck All that is. All I know is Bob Costas, two white males. I, I hate to be this way. but Three. Yeah, but, oh, is the was the other guy really old too? Yeah, I was gonna go, they were I was literally gonna, all over 70 and all white. I was going to say 65. Buck okay, Walter is 65. Sorry. I had no idea who the third dude was. So He um, was a fucking racist. Yeah, yeah, he's the one with the the nice <laughs> the forty acre. Yeah, no, don't Bruh. don't say forty acres Bruh. of anything no. ever because that no. relates directly to slavery. slavery. Bad. Don't do it. Bad. Bad look. Bad. Adam Amin is great. Adam Wainwright is great, and AJ Brzezinski is ba- great. Back on the bandwagon here. We're talking game three. We're talking about all all the fun we're having, and I swear to God, AJ after the Leary call. Just like it was literally Adam oh, Amin's perfect shit. home run call, and then the absolute blast that he had, and then five seconds of silence or the crowd going crazy, and then AJ just said, That was a blast, and couldn't be happier with the way that that call went. So, again, we are we just paused it for a to, second. Today's game four. Of the ALDS between the White Sox and Houston Astros postponed due to rain. It is scheduled for tomorrow at 1.07 p.m. So I need to go uh, contact my assistant principal right now, who actually texted me about 15 minutes ago saying, well, more like 20 minutes ago. He said, yesterday, he's a Red Sox fan. He goes, yesterday was a fun day of baseball. You ready for today? So I'm going to text him and I say, I'm kind of ready for today, but I'm going to need tomorrow off. (laughs) Oh, my God. So, yeah. it looks like I'm missing work tomorrow, ladies and gents. Man, why couldn't they have made it a night game? Like, what the fuck? Well, the rain's supposed to come at night. That's the kicker. No, tomorrow. Oh, that'd be fun. That would have been fun. I mean, shit. You were, you were counting. Ah, man. Well, okay. Silver lining. Silver lining, well, ladies and gentlemen. Well, it's not a night game. It's because game five is going to happen, and it's going to be in Houston. At and that, 8 o'clock. Yes. That, okay, 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 okay. I, so. I feel that. I feel that. I feel that energy. I reflect that energy. So don't get into getaway game mode. Please, for the love of God, Tony. <laughs> Seriously. I'm going to go back. Gonna I'm going to go back on one of your tweets. One of your tweets was like, thank God that the White Sox don't have to do any of this getaway day baseball where they have to play at night and turn around in the afternoon, which would have been today. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully this plays to the Sox advantage. Okay? I'm praying well, to I God. I will tell you why it's going to. It's an extra day of rest for every single bullpen arm that you used last night. Yep. You used, you emptied the bullpen, essentially. Yep. I mean, you didn't use Garrett. You didn't use Jose Ruiz. I'm pretty sure that's it. Yeah. Garrett, Ruiz, and there's got to be another arm in there, right? Um, I just can't remember who. Well, fact check, fact check. <laughs> um, but you get all those guys an extra day of rest. Now it doesn't fucking matter that you threw Liam Lamb two days in a row. Doesn't matter. There you go. Um, you get a day off. Doesn't matter that Bummer's gone twice in a row. I think. Yeah, he did. Um, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter that Kimbrel went twice in a row. Yep. Doesn't matter. Nice extra rest day for the bullpen. Um, hey, hopefully bets come uh, hot and ready. Oof. Yep. Predictions for Game Four now since it's tomorrow, Tom. Yeah, fucking. I mean, now now we're not gonna do the. 
<laughs> we were going to do a pre and a post and put it together and have it all be um, one podcast, but now we're just going to yeah. uh, do a uh, podcast. So, <laughs> um, I, man, okay. So if we have to go into predictions, prediction mode, man, I would say you're looking at um, eight and two thirds from <laughs> ah, <laughs> from Carlos Rodon. Um, he'll he'll. <laughs> No, it's not. No. I, 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 okay. You ready for hot takes though? Cause oh, this I'm is so ready. Here we go. This is where I really stand on Carlos Rodon. I, um, this is why people tune in. <laughs> I, okay. Look, look, I've been a stand for a long time for Carlos Rodon. Mm-hmm. I think he's the shit. I think he's the real deal. I, that back foot slider with his, with his, uh, plus fastball is elite. Mm-hmm. He's going to showcase it again. He's going to get up to 95 uh, and, and showcase that consistently throughout this this uh, start. And I think it's going to get him through five strong. I, I really, I like that. really do. And I think the reason why he hasn't been doing, you know, 98, 97 like he's been doing throughout the season is a fatigue. And he's never been in a situation. Has never. I don't think he's ever been in a situation where he's thrown 120 innings because I think that's what he used. Over. 100 and f- it was closer to 150. It was like 140 something. I okay, think. so yeah, no, like yeah. he, I, he's never been here, and it's showing in his fatigue, and you know he has had injury history. Blah 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 blah. We are at the point where adrenaline—that's the word—is going to carry him through. Todd, big Sox fan out here, um, say hello to everybody. Don't knock over the beer, please. You wanted a brewski. Yeah. Todd's out here on the mic. Let's Tommy's go. dog. Let's go, baby. Um, big shout out to him wearing the jersey yesterday. I think that was good mojo. We're going to suit him up for tomorrow's game. Most definitely. Um, suited up. Now, let's be absolutely crystal clear here. Carlos Rodon was intentionally holstering his full energy output, his full capacity, because he knew – that he was going to be needed in the playoffs. And here he is. He's pitching for a contract. He's pitching for postseason success. He's pitching to prove he's been the pitcher he has been for the whole season. This is going to be lights out. Carlos Rodon. And don't forget, he didn't have the velo, and he still had a good start. He's playing for that New York Yankee money, baby. I mean, fuck it. If it works for us, it works. That's you know, right. Like, <laughs> honestly, um, because I'll be honest, if somebody is willing to pay him twenty mil a year, he's gonna take it and run. If it's a multi-year contract, um, I mean, shit, what, get your money exactly. <laughs> uh, and it won't be the White Sox. I'll tell you that much. Um, Probably not. Well, let's let's focus on the here and now. I think it's gonna be Rodon hitting the third time through the order. So mm. it's when he gets through. Myers and Maldonado, or whoever's batting eight, eight nine tomorrow. If he's cruising, maybe he faces Altuve. Maybe he faces whoever to close out an inning. Yeah, um, it could be the fifth, because that would be the sixth inning, right? No, the seventh inning would be if he's perfect. But he's he's not gonna be. Let's be real. Um, I think it's gonna be especially with those right. It's righty heavy at the top of the lineup. At least yes. it has been. Yes. Um, so I, I'm i going to go with four innings, four and change. I think it's going to be kind of like Geo, where I don't know if he's going to run into problems, but there's going to be a matchup they don't like. Hmm. 
there's gonna be a matchup they don't like, and then Kopech comes out, or Jordan uh, Alvarez Tepera is up at the plate, Ex- and well, even yeah, and even maybe they want somebody different. They want to throw Jordan a different look. Yeah, um, that could be it. Because Jordan, that's the funny thing about Jordan as a lefty, mashes lefties just as well as he does righties. It's the craziest <sighs> thing. He has better slugging numbers actually against lefties. It's stupid. That's that's not. Yeah, that's a true hitter right there. Um, all that being said, Rodon four plus. It's going to be strong enough. Offensive bats at home. Gonna, Extra day of rest ex- for that bullpen. Going to explode again. Bullpen's going to dominate because they're the X factor in this series. White Sox may be tied going into the sixth, seventh inning, and then they're going to open it up because we're a late inning team and we're going to show it, especially at home. Are you worried about the crowd after the game got canceled and is moved to a Tuesday at 1 p.m.? Because, you know, people called off of work today. Yeah, to go to the game. And you've got the today. people that have a fed- the federal holiday off, such as you and I. Yes, we were literally like, that is why I was like, hell yeah, sign me the fuck up. Now yeah. I'm like, do I? I mean, Tommy's like, do I get fired? <laughs> <laughs> I like, I I'm toeing the line. I'm thinking about it. I'm thinking about it, and I'm thinking about it. Yeah, and I'm definitely calling off. It's not even a question. Um, boy, oh boy, I still think that the White Sox faithful are gonna show up strong. I. Like, those who are going to be there are going to be balls to the fucking wall. Right, right. Here's the thing. You're not going to have a casual fan in those seats. No. No, no, no. Tomorrow. It's literally a Tuesday at 1 p.m. And I think that Sox are going to pack it in. We're going to get – it's not going to be as packed as it was last night. I'll tell you that. I can't – But the atmosphere – I think the atmosphere, at least the noise level – Mm-hmm. Is absolutely going to be there. Yeah, it's and that's what's really frustrating though is that like we have the opportunity as a fan base to showcase who we are, and it could be, it might not be. I'm I may be the pessimistic fan over here, but it might be that this is getting taken away from us and will continue to be the second rate team in the city according to national opinion. Whereas that's not true, and we have the opportunity to show that. By showing out the way that we did last night, yeah, and literally just annihilating the numbers. This is a call to action, White Sox fans. Fair, yes. This is going to be my last point of this pre-game pod, even though now it's not two hours <laughs> before a game. It's going to be twenty-six hours before a game. Yeah. Let me say this: If you have tickets tomorrow, go. Do whatever you can do to go. If you have the opportunity to go, get in touch with somebody who has tickets and go. Tickets on StubHub right now for a playoff game are actually very reasonable. I've got my tickets up for just over face value right now, my, my other pair, because I got four. Went with four yesterday. It was perfect. It was just going to be Tommy and I, and I was selling two on StubHub. They're still on the market, and they're barely above face value. Drop in. Make it happen. Folks, make it happen. I'm going to keep my tickets up right now. We'll see what happens. So there you have it. There's a sales announcement as well. Uh, you can get pretty good value on those tickets. And if you want to avoid the fees, slide in the DMs. Oh, yeah. Fuck the fees. Fuck the fees. Slide into the Honarchy DMs. Slide into my DMs wherever. <laughs> Hit me up if you want All a pair. All right. Section 531 right no, behind home plate. View is killer. The view is real nice. It's better than the outfield, let's be honest. Um, it's it's nice. You're it's really real, there real to watch nice. the game. 
primo. Now back to game three, if you may, if you may yeah, amuse we can talk me a for bit a more. moment. So we've got um, with Dylan Cease. I want to talk about this exact moment. There is a, an, a finite moment that I think turned the page for his outing. <clears throat> I could have seen him going three innings if this didn't happen. He throws a slider at the top of the zone. It definitely clips the letters. It was a strike by all accounts. Ooh. Tom Hallion. I I mean, you can't see up down from the stands, Steve-O. It was a strike. Here's the kicker. And that Go for batter it. ended walking, ended up walking. Can't remember for the life of me who it was right now. But slider, top of the zone. Should have been strike three. Two outs in the inning. It was ball. It was uh, ball three, and then he ended up walking him. I'm telling you, Steve, that right there, as soon as that pitch didn't land, it spiraled. It spiraled and spi- it, like he couldn't find the zone after was that. that. The se- was that the second straight walk in the second? I believe. I think that was the Jordan yeah. at bat. Yeah. Okay. There um, you go. So, it, and it really, like, it was strike three. Right. And so you, he I didn't will, find it after that. Here's the That's thing. All. And back to the AJ comments. Yeah. He did not umpire a great game at all. After mm-hmm. watching the. So. He, he had the big, he, yeah, yeah, he's very animated, I'll give him that. Um, he's kind of like that umpire, and I think it's, it was it Bull Durham? Uh, I don't know. All that being said, um, AJ's right. Like, he is not a great home plate ump. If you follow the one account on Twitter with yeah, yeah, the, the, um, the strike zone and the, and the runs difference. Um, uh, umpire scorecard or something yeah, like that. Yeah, something like that. Um, it was actually advantage White Sox for an entire run. Um, last game because yeah. there were so many bad calls. They were going both ways. Yeah. So that's the thing is we got Astros fans who apparently there was a ball on Yasmani that would have been strike three if it was called in what the yeah. stat cast zone was. Yeah. Um, and even the umpire score, scorecard didn't even mark that one. And there was a few Kopex strikes that should not have been strikes as well. There, it, there was yeah. I mean, it, the zone was all over the place, yeah. and it was for both teams. And I know it was a little bit advantage White Sox last night. Um, Cease has still got to hunker down. Yeah, he, he can't. He I can't. think that's what I was getting at too. Is like, look, you you had strike three on him. Yeah. Now you got two men on base instead and, of strike and I'll instead tell you of right two outs. Now, you can't dance around. Yep. Like Jordan and Correa to get to Yuli Gurriel. <laughs> that's just not it's not gonna work that's what's the that's what sucks about playing the astros is you got 300 hitter over 300 hitter over 300 hitter over 300 hitter and then martin maldonado and it's like right what do you like what are you gonna do you can't right. just pitch around guys a, until you a get team to that's batting kyle tucker six or seven good god good yeah. god it's nuts so also it. fuck that guy that home run did not feel like did it feel like it was gonna go out oh that C- tucker homer yeah i was like please stay in please stay exactly in. and then I, I was like oh man it just felt like it just kind of like it didn't look like it had enough it just kind of glided that, then again too yasmani's too oh that just <laughs> like and he, he didn't he didn't barrel that at all no. that was pure strength in on his hands <laughs> I Op- was... apo taco i was so pumped though because all three of my bets from last night hit socks money line <laughs> Over on the game and Yasmani Homer. That's pretty good. That's that. What, did you bring it in? Did I bring it in? How much? I only put half a unit. So I put five bucks on the Yasmani Homer and a unit on the other bets. But I had a big college football Saturday too. So I, I'm on a roll, baby. So <laughs> you know what? I've been, call, I've been calling a mush in my, uh, in my uh, group chat. But you know what? 
Mush Baby is up like uh, 12 units over the past two days. I don't know what he just said, but socks and five, baby. All right. Socks and five. <laughs> Should we wrap this pre-game, 26 hours pre-game? Yeah. Up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's uh, let's just figure um, we've got an extra day of rest for the bullpen. We've got Carlos Rodon looking like he's going to be strong as fuck. Yep. Um, we've got uh, a lot of momentum, and we got a strong-ass fan base, socks and five. I love that. That's perfect. Back in the jiffy. Sense. See, believe it or not, I know what I'm doing here with the audio technology no, that is GarageBand. Remember, I recorded a whole high school rap mixtape on GarageBand. How, how could I forget? <laughs> <laughs> Adventures on Atwood, baby. Okay. Go check it out. <laughs> you don't have to, guys. Actually, um, <laughs> it's funny. We were supposed to go for a drink break, uh, and I never got another beer. Can you grab me so one while Tommy, you're up? Tommy, you go ahead and rant for about 30 seconds, and I'll be right back. That back. is not a problem because, okay, some things that we didn't celebrate that we need to before we get back to – because we've got some bitching to do. Trust me. We have some bitching to do at MLB. But first – we're not done celebrating. Things we forgot to mention in the first half of this are, wow, he came back with five fucking beers. I am assuming four of those are for you and one's for me. Thank you. I, I just didn't know what you wanted. Hold on. Didn't know what you wanted. Oh, I, I want, want that new Glarus. You want the, you want, oh, there you go. He there, wants the spotted cow. Yeah, spotted hey, cow, shout thank out you. to uh, Bears Fanatico 94, a.k.a. Oh, Juan. Yeah. Juan. Juan came and uh, he um, – pillaged my i'm kidding he didn't pillage my <laughs> uh tailgate no he, he came and uh, he kind of looted us i'm not gonna lie he took cauliflower from our veggie tray nice and a chocolate chip cookie which is quite the combination i have a picture of it on my phone hilarious i'll show you later um and then we did a beer exchange which i had socks or i had socks golden nail he had a spotted cow and i was like yeah let's just trade because i had a ton of socks golden nail yeah so that works so cheers to Juan, and shout out to on tap sports net crack them if you didn't hear it the mic might have not. Oh no, you oh, can definitely see it, it in, the, <laughs> in the spike there in your microphone. Um, yeah, my turn to crack one too. I'm gonna go for this one now. A little brickstone um, action. Crack them. Shout out to Tap Sportsnet. Now, um, <laughs> okay, we yeah. were you derailed me, sir, with your five beers. Um, we need to celebrate two things before we go any further because we're still living in post game three world. Um, you seen the cane guy, right? I you just showed me the cane guy. That I had no idea who that was because I didn't watch the game on TV. Beers for free on the south side of Chicago for the rest of his life. Whatever you know, voodoo crap that he had going. Um, the spinning of the cane. The, he he literally he had it out like a wand. He was doing something special. He put a spell. He put a spell on the Houston on, Astros offense. And those bats went quiet. That was okay. So if you didn't see the broadcast, if you're at the game, props to you. The cane guy was sitting in the like first five rows on the first base side of of the of the field, and had his cane up and was spinning it at during the Kopech Alvarez at bat. Top bottom top of the fourth, two men on, two outs, Astros threatening, tie ball game. 
Spins that cane. Oh, baby. Kopech against Alvarez. Kopech strikes him out to end the inning. And the celebration ensues. And then on top of that, that, 15 more. 15 more retired. Straight retired. In order. And good Lord, it felt good. So, you know what? Kane guy is our, you know, that's that's the turning point of the season right there. Yeah, yeah. I just... The offense obviously was a huge highlight of last night, but I just need to really celebrate the fact that, like, it it's easy to oversee how well the bullpen did because of overlook, oversee, overlook, same thing, right? Overlook. It's you're right. I did not use the right word. I just wanted to help you out. Pardon me. Um, you had a long I'm night. St- I'm still reeling here, man. <laughs> like, I'll be honest. We didn't get back to my apartment until like. 12.30? No, which is not no, no, bad. No. It was closer to like 1 o'clock. Okay, yeah. <laughs> it was closer to like 1 o'clock. We didn't get back till. It's easy to overlook the bullpen because... Of how many runs were scored. Oh, yeah, we scored 12 runs. Right. Yeah. The Sox put a dozen up, right? So it's easy to forget that the White Sox retired 16 straight. After what they've been doing to us the last two, two games and four innings, that was... Incredible. Enormous. That was everything. Yeah. Uh, like I said, X factor, right? Imagine bullpen, imagine yeah. if that was a ten a twelve to ten ball game, right? Yeah. Or imagine if the yeah, imagine if the bullpen gives up a couple more runs mm-hmm. and we're kind of, you know, it wouldn't have felt the chomping same. on our nails a yeah. little bit going into the eighth. It's a right? very different feeling having a laugher than having a nail biter going into game four. Like we laughed them off the field essentially at the end of that game. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't make them any less of a ball club, but it does put the momentum squarely in our court. And even with the awful decision by Major League Baseball to place the White Sox at one Can PM. We, I want to celebrate perfect, one more thing. Okay, go I want to celebrate one more I thought thing. That was that the perfect was, transition. That but was go ahead. but I really want to celebrate one more thing and that is John Cusack. <laughs> <laughs> we can bitch about that later too, but no, I I want to celebrate the Grandal Grays and the fact that he established his lane, which is what the runner is entitled to do. Correct, and he just established it in a very favorable spot and saved that fucking run. Um, and by the way, something that I wanted to point out. Grandal runs down the baseline, forces an error on Yuli Gurriel. That is the first error that the um, Houston Asterisks had given up at that, up to this point. Now, from then on, the defense wasn't glistening as it had been up to that point on the part of the Astros. Now, you saw a ball slip under... Um, Mind you, it was it was destined to be a hit, but a ball that slipped under the glove of Altuve later in that game. You saw a soft, a few softly hit balls get through the infield when they weren't doing so before. I'm just saying the Kane guy and the Grandal Grays both shook up that Astros team, and they are worthy of celebration along with the Leary Legend bomb and the Grandal bomb and the Kopech K and the bummer striking out the side. All of those things are absolutely incredible. 
you know, Liam Hendricks absolutely slamming the door shut. All of those things deserve their due, their their great, their light in the day. However, comma, Kane guy and the Grandal Grays were huge, mm-hmm. huge I plays. I do have to fact check you. Bregman had an error, throwing error, in game one. Okay. Remember well, the ball that he literally threw into the ground? Yeah, that was actually hilarious. Like, that was hilarious. Yeah, what was it was doing? really fun. Um, I didn't end up costing him anything. It was, like, the one highlight of that game. Yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> that being said, let's talk about momentum, obviously, south side. Momentum on the <sighs> south side going into tomorrow. Yeah. Has to carry into a one oh seven game time start. On a Tuesday. Yeah. No, I've said it on the Twitter. It is absolutely criminal that you would do this to to a fan base. Like, people took off work. Not everybody got the the federal holiday that we got, you know, with between Steve and I. Yeah. People took off work to do this. People cannot afford to take off. You're you're asking 40,000 people to take off a second day of work because MLB, you chose to make this game a one o'clock start on a fucking Tuesday. Absolutely. Who the hell do you think you are? This is inexcusable. And it's a simple choice. It is a damn simple choice to make this game a five o'clock start. And you, you avoid all of this frustration on behalf of a fan base that is dying to see their game in the playoffs, their their team deserves a, an appropriate start time for, and especially with a matchup like this, this is a primo matchup that has two of the biggest fan bases in baseball, two of the largest markets in yeah, the exactly, damn United right? States. You've got what the third largest city in the U.S. against the, the fifth, fourth, fourth. Yeah, exactly, right. Inexcusable, and you, you put him at one o'clock Houston on a fucking Tuesday. Is a major market. Chicago, despite having two teams, we're still a major market team, despite Jerry Reinsdorf not spending like it most years. And full stop on that, you don't think that a diehard Cubs fan isn't interested in watching the South Side? Absolutely. I know Cubs fans that are... I, I talked to a, a Cubs fan who grew up... I, I teach with this guy. He grew up on the Northwest Side-ish. He grew up in Humboldt Park and then relocated to kind of like the Belmont Cragen area uh when he was a teenager um now lives in uh like the west suburbs he's like in melrose park or something um big cubs fan was giving me shit for wearing a Sox jersey last friday however he said i'm pulling for your socks man i want to see him go far the city wants their teams to do well both of them yeah it's, like it's when it Chicago, comes down to yes. when it comes down to playoff baseball we want to see championships in this city. Full and stop. Houston, yes. I'm sure Houston feels the exact same way on their quote unquote redemption tour here post bang 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 bang. Um, so that's all I gotta say. Like y- the fact that you are not willing as Major League Baseball, the fact that you think as Major League Baseball that it's better to do. Back to back to back consecutive games on TV on a Tuesday. It's not even a Saturday or a Sunday or even a Friday or a holiday Monday. You are choosing a Tuesday to do this three games on TV in a row so that people can watch continuous baseball. No, that's not how it works. It doesn't people, make sense. People are still working. Like they're not going to be able to turn on their TV 
at 1 p.m. to catch that game. So Especially after a long weekend. Why? People have to catch up on the work that they missed. Why, why on God's earth would you just not put two games at the same time? And You've what? already done it this year. You've already done it throughout the playoffs. And I know the playoffs are short-lived so far. It's only been about a week. But why? I, it's just frustrating to me. And I, I don't – I think – it's it's the if you build it they will come motto. I still think that the the stands are going to be packed tomorrow. They will be, but it's literally what are you asking people to sacrifice in order to watch a baseball game? It it, it should be the other way around where they are making it accessible. This mm-hmm. is another fucking thing that makes MLB so hard yeah. to to like be a diehard fan of is because they don't fucking care about the fans. They just care that they have three games. They have the entire like one through 10 p.m. And it's not even that you're getting national television slots either. No, you're literally putting games on MLB Network and TBS. Now, okay, and that's the other thing. Like, uh, how many people around the nation are going to be tuning in to watch the Braves versus Milwaukee? You know, like, I, I'm, I'm not trying to be a dick. Like, I will watch that game because I like it. Like, I like baseball, and I'm going to tune in. But that I, I, it, I'm I, not able to watch the game that I actually care about. And it's not like I won't watch the game. Like, I would have gone back and forth in commercials. Like, look, it's just it's, – it's literally inexcusable. It, it doesn't make sense. And the logic isn't there. The, yeah. Put the game at the same time. You're not going to lose audience by putting two games at the same time. You're only setting yourself up to gain. You're only going to catch flack for putting this at a t- 1 o'clock it's on a stupid. Tuesday that doesn't have a holiday. It's stupid, and it all comes down to TV rights. I, I, it's just dumb. I mean, they even if they put – I don't know. One is going to be on – I mean, they've been alternating between, like, what? TBS, FS1, and um, MLB, MLB Network. Network, right? So you've got three networks. Use them. Uh, anyway, all that being said, I'm yeah. going to have to call off work. I already texted my assistant principal. He said, play off baseball. And then he sent the uh, Ken, Ken, what's his name? Ken? Ken Jong. Ken Jong. I, I couldn't remember his last name. Yeah. Um, from He's in Community. He's in Crazy Rich Asians. Crazy Rich Asians. Yeah. But the uh, I'll allow it yeah. um, meme. He Sen- already said Senor that Chang. to me. Yes. Uh, perfect. Absolutely perfect. So I will be there. I just need to find at least one other person to go with. Yeah, I won't be able to make it, you know, and, and that's that's the real reason why I'm super toasted about it is, you know what, this this cost me the opportunity to see playoff baseball. And it's yep. literally the choice of, you know, MLB at, at large to just be like, fuck them fans like this is Jerry Reinsdorf. This is. Michael Jordan fucked them fans like all of it like it it doesn't it, it really you know put the game at five yeah. o'clock and I'd be there and in, in the head league. to toe black along with you know 20,000 other people who are probably trying to find a way to sell their ticket right yeah. now and you can you can put it on Reinsdorf too if you want but this comes down to Manfred this comes down to the MLB at large it was a lazy Just doing a I, shitty job when when do you see NBA playoff games being played at 1 p.m. You don't. When do you see NHL playoff games being played at 1 p.m.? Why does When do you see NFL games yep. being played at 1 p.m.? Never. Never. It doesn't happen. And it's fucking postseason. 
Think just think right. for right. it's a lazy it's decision. Even, it's, it's a not lazy even regular season, decision. it's postseason, right? I'm telling You'll you. You'll never see a postseason game in any other major American sport being played at 1 p.m. Yes. You just won't. You never infuriating. Will. And this is why On a baseball Tuesday. And this is why baseball is losing their their young audience. Because they can't fucking watch the game. They have to work. Right. The most exciting time. Contrary to popular belief, millennials do work. And yes, it's yes. the absolutely the most electric time in this franchise's recent history. And you're just putting it at a and 1 o'clock start baseball, time on Tuesday. Postseason baseball just brings so much more. Like, it, it's just so much more exciting. We all know that. I could rant for another 30 minutes about this. I am livid. I am just beyond the edge uh, about this decision. And again, I think it's a lazy decision, too. I think they were like, well, it was a day game. We'll move it to another day game. And then you're probably right. It's just TV rights. It's the bullshit. TV right bullshit. And, and it's, it's upsetting. like, I don't, I don't, I don't care. Make it accessible. Yep. I don't fucking care. You cannot, under any circumstances, put it at a one o'clock start on a Tuesday. You're an idiot if you think that you're going to get the full share of the market by doing that. You're an idiot. I'm. I need to, Steve. I need to stop. I'm. I'm probably just adding on to everybody else who's already upset about it yep. or whatever. So let's wrap this on a higher note. Socks and five, baby. Socks and five. And it, the funny thing that you say that because all I can think about right now is Liam uh, seeing that post game yep. uh, video that the White Sox just put out, and Liam tapping his socks logo on his chest. And yelling at the camera, socks and five, socks and five. That's the kind of energy, man, that we get from these players. Yeah. That's the reason why this team, I mean, outside of just being extremely talented and awesome, they mesh well together as a team. That's why we're going to get a championship out of this team. Yeah, I'm I'm ready, dude. I am so ready and They're coming back, man. This is going to happen. It's it, it feels magical, you know, um after yesterday. And, you know, I I really do believe in this team in a way. Absolutely. I, you know, I I will admit I looked away from the screen while Leary was batting. Um <laughs> because I was like fucking mad I had that, that Leary. little bit of belief in my heart that he was going to do something and oh my god, he surprised. The he thing is, delivered. I got super excited. The ball came off the bat and I saw it went to straightaway center and I'm like, does that have enough? And when I saw it continue to carry I got super excited for a hot second and then just laughed my ass off because that is so Larry legend. His only power is to dead center. Like, because that's, that's the funniest home thing. Run too. Literally, I saw a walk-off home run in person this year on a Sunday game against Boston. Big win. Huge win to take two out of three from them that series. And what does he do? Straight away center. Bomb. Never would have expected it. Shoot, man. I mean, um, but that just goes to show you. I, I, this magic, it, it's, it's there, you know, and Absolutely. it's just a matter of saying middle fingers up to the league. Doesn't matter that they put us at a one o'clock start on a Tuesday. We got the extra rest for our bullpen. We're going to take it to these Astros and then close it out in Houston. Cause I, I mean, this team is built different. You know, and and we've got you know a curse on the bats, courtesy of the cane guy, and I'm ready to go, man. I'm ready to go. 
sounds good to me. So, in Han we trust, Tom. Manfred can suck my nuts. Amen. <laughs> Screw the MLB <laughs> and the commissioner's office. Let's go win a series in five. Socks in five. Let's go, baby. Have a good one, everybody.